Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, call me. My main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey! This is escape, then we're the pod. Get the Welcome back to another episode of Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and today uh, we are going to be talking all about The Mandalorian, episode four. Uh, that was a fantastic episode. It's called Sanctuary, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And I have Reed, AJ, Ben, and uh, another Ben that has not previously been on the show. Uh, he's actually my brother-in-law. Uh, he's going to be joining me as well. So, uh, yeah, between uh, the group of us, we have a great roundtable discussion about all this uh, Mandalorian content. Uh, there's a, a bit that comes up about Kathleen Kennedy's news this past week. Uh, she referenced uh, the fact that uh, there is no source material to go off of. It was a bit of a controversy if you were following that. Uh, that comes up. And uh, we do, in fact, cover the TV spots and uh, the, the clip that was released uh uh, quote, they fly now. Yeah, we cover that too. And uh, very briefly at the end. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen any of this stuff and you're avoiding episode nine stuff, please turn back now. Uh, just a forward there. And uh, yeah, again, please uh, keep track of things that you uh, want to get in touch with us. And uh, our contact info is in the description of this podcast uh, and will also be presented at the end. So thank you again for tuning in and welcome back to the escape pod. Another happy landing. All right, welcome back, Ben Reed, AJ, and we have a new voice on the show, Ben. Uh, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, just say something quick so that the listeners can like hear your voice a little bit. Just maybe just say like, what your what, what's your band. favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, have you seen the Clone Wars? All that stuff. Just just give us a rundown. Uh, my favorite Star Wars movie is Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, I have seen all of. Star Wars The Clone Wars. I've seen all except the last season of Star Wars Rebels. Um, and I have read some of the books. But yes, I am a big Star Wars fan and I am Josh's uh, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. So, That's right. Uh, yeah, it definitely works out in our favor. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a little confusing because we have two Bens here today, but we don't really refer to each other as names. You just got to kind of pick out the voices, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Reed, how's your week? Uh, Pretty solid, you know, yeah. plugging it way at work and stuff like that was definitely looking, definitely looking forward to seeing this episode. Yeah. And yeah. How about you? Yeah, no, yeah, I was, I was like, I was stoked, stoked all week. I was like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Like we, you know, we got something new going on. All I know her is uh, Gwen from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that's how I know Bryce Dallas Howard. And then her dad's Ron Howard who directed Solo. But, oh, yeah. That's um, right. Wait, oh my Ron gosh. Howard directed Solo? Well, he patched things up. Oh, okay. He's the one that was credited. Oh, okay. yeah. interesting. Yeah. AJ, hmm. yeah. welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. It's Nothing good much to, to be say. back. <laughs> you didn't have much to say last time. Hopefully you have some more things to say this time. Ben, welcome back. Yeah, things are going pretty well. 
Pokemon and Disney Plus are actually ruining my schoolwork, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've not gotten much work done because of both of those. So that's been great. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about Pokemon is like ruining your ability to do that? Okay, it's a long story. I used to play competitive Pokemon and I'm getting back in it and I've been making oh. a lot of different teams and like, okay, like, you know, what, what goes better with what and trying to suss everything out, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, for those two people who might ever listen to this and play competitive Pokemon, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> well, hey, gotta catch them all, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I actually didn't play Pokemon until I was like in grade eleven. Like this is only an adult fan. <laughs> only adult fan has played Pokemon. I'm an adult. I play yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. It's well, you know, I'm gonna like you, you know, Ben and I. We go to game stores, right? There's just adults in there. Yeah. 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 It's actually true. Kids yeah. don't have money, the idiots. <laughs> I was thinking that before. I was like, how can we get some of our youth kids into games? They don't have money. Well, it can be an investment for even like, you know, people our age still. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like trying to work and pay for school and whatever. Like, yeah. insurance, school. like <laughs> ICBC. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, Man, this episode. Okay, this episode. I want to talk about this episode because there were so many things in this episode. It gave me vibes all over. First of all, I want to say this episode gave me major chills for Ewok Adventures. I don't, have you, any of you guys seen Ewok Adventures? No. 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 Okay. Never. To those listeners out there who have seen Ewok Adventures, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What is Ewok Adventures? I even heard Explain the little it. rings of the theme echo through the end of the episode there. Uh, I, I was shocked that they would even hint at Ewok Adventures. It's like half a step up from hinting at the holiday special. Uh, but that's exactly what they did in the first episode. We heard a reference to Life Day. What's, what's Ewok Adventures though? Ewok Adventures. Okay, Ewok Adventures uh, was an Ewok-based film that came out. It was the last thing that came out in the 80s for Star Wars before the the, uh, the dark times. And uh, there were two specials that, that were released. One of them, the first part was called Caravan of Courage. And the second one was called Battle for Endor. Uh, the story is supposed to take place between episode five and six. And it introduced you to the Ewoks and uh, two kids and their family, uh, Sindel and Mace and their parents. I forget their names. Uh, in the first one, they're kidnapped by a giant troll. And uh, hence uh, that that troll is also the canon, uh, canon, uh, canon version or the canon reason for why Ewoks live in trees. Uh, these massive trolls feed off of Ewoks. And, uh, you know, therefore they hide in tree houses and, okay. um, the second, yeah, the second, well, they, they, uh, the caravan of courage, it's about the kids taking the Ewoks, the Ewoks help them find their parents, happy ending. Uh, they've basically crashed on Endor and they have to repair their ship. And in the beginning of the second one, it's a very dark one. And, uh, the, the, as they're about to finish fixing the ship, I think they need like one more part or something like that. These, uh, raiders come in very similar to these orc looking creatures that we saw today. They actually, they all carry like swords and like stuff like that as well. And they dress like kind of medieval ish with like pieces of armor and, Tuscan uh, raiders. and, oh my goodness, I, I forget what these are called. Uh, Ewok adventures, um, I wish one of you could uh, help me out with the name of these things. I'm but... looking it up right now, actually. Yeah. Okay. All I could think yeah. about when you told me about Ewoks Caravan was Caravan Ewok like Adventure. The Ewok Hunt game mode in Star Wars Battlefront. It got 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, so how did it remind you of of, yeah. of Ewok Adventures? What so part actually made you remind of it? Mostly the fact that uh, there are these raiders that come in in the second one. That's where I was getting to. Um, basically, the parents get killed. The brother gets killed. The, the daughter's like the Sindel is her name is the only one that survives and she's befriended uh, Wicket the Ewok 
who oh, is cool. uh, who is still played by Warwick Davis in this yep, in this, yep, in this feature. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, by this point, uh, Wicket has learned a little more English and is able to communicate with Sindel. And um, these raiders come in and they pillage the village of Ewoks, who I think for some reason they're not. I think the budget only allowed them to make these villages of Ewoks on the ground, even though they should be in tree houses. <laughs> so yeah, they are easily pillaged, and uh, and everyone, a lot of people die, and uh, essentially a lot of Ewoks get captured. Sindel and Wicket get away, and uh, they find this old man named Noah in the forest, and he's got this little creature uh, named uh, Teak. Shoot, Teak. That's it. Teak. Teak. Yeah. Teak. I'm just like, following like... along on my on my phone right now, and I'm amazed at how you actually remember all the names. This <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm just well, amazed. Teak, okay, so Teak, uh, he's like this rabbit that like can run lightning fast. Uh, but uh, anyway, they, they wow. stage a rescue to get bust all the Ewoks out of this castle. It's in a, I believe it was like a recycled set from some sort of medieval-based film back in the 80s. <laughs> the knowing, yeah, knowing George. Awesome. The stories by George Lucas directed by somebody else. But, uh, oh but yeah, they bust all the Ewoks out of there and Noah basically adopts Sindel and eventually leaves Endor and Wicket behind and uh, Wicket and wow. Teak, I believe, stay on Endor. But anyway, oh, okay. the whole thing, this whole episode gave me vibes of an external source, like coming in to help a village and like, you know, them being pillaged and everything by like pirates uh, or raiders, basically. Yeah. And uh, there were echoes in the music I heard uh, in the theme. Uh, very Ewok Adventures also remind me of uh, those of you who watch Clone Wars will know exactly what I'm talking about. That episode where Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, help uh, and those bounty hunters help the villagers protect their village from oh, yeah. Hondo yeah. and his pirate gang uh, yeah. because they come back for the, uh, what is it, the spice yeah, or something? They come back um, for some sort of thing that they're farming there at the farm. Oh, like an oh, actual no. spice that they're farming? They're, they're, yeah, these, these this village is like farming something. What was it? It's not spice. It, it was something, it was something. But basically they're they're farming something and, and it's valuable. And uh, Hondo and his crew come back every season to basically steal all of it. Right, uh, yeah. and leave them basically with nothing and it's up to the Jedi and the bounty hunters to train these villagers to defend themselves same thing they're using sticks and stones and <laughs> making little traps and stuff like that and uh, it was a really cool episode so That's awesome. yeah that really that really gave me strong vibes from that as well yeah I'm just saying that I was criticized for thinking that Josh knew everything about Star Wars and I just want to point out that Josh I wasn't criticizing <laughs> Josh also now was... knows the set design and musical score and the homages to a musical score to a now non-canon 1980s Ewok adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly relevant anymore story-wise. Well, but apparently it's, it yeah, is. It's fun some stuff. Apparently but. it is. Well, no one thought the holiday special would be relevant until The Mandalorian now came out. And was like, well, you see here, everything is referencing yeah. the holiday special. The gun uh, is oh, the holiday hey, special. Hey, that's, that's another thing. Lothcats. Live action Lothcats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. you believe that? That's I never cool. thought I would see that in my life. Like Thank that. you, Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. Did you think about that often? Um, I'm never gonna see Lothcats in my life. I know. Well, well I always wondered. List. I'd be like, they're such weird little creatures. Like, like I wonder what they would look like in live action. Now we know. They yeah. look exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> just, just less cartoony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what'd you guys see? What'd you guys point out? I thought it was interesting that uh, our little Yoda clone was uh, starting to learn social skills because it occurred oh, yeah. to me that so he's cute. never been around, or at least from what we know anyone of his own species or any other kids like he's just 
been mm-hmm. tossed around from bounty hunter to bounty hunter probably for 50 and, years uh, yeah for 50 <laughs> years and he decides to eat a frog like he usually does and everyone looks at him weird and he gets embarrassed when he spits the frog out yeah, yeah. that was so a weird good. moment oh my gosh yeah, that, yeah was great. that was pretty funny but is it a yoda clone yeah okay. we don't know a yoda clone not an actual clone but a i think the yeah. idea is that they want to clone it or extract yeah. resources from it but i don't think it is, is exactly like or the child yeah. we, it's yeah. actually officially it's supposed to be called the child but i don't yeah. think the child uh is in fact a yoda a clone of yoda because yeah. it's 50 years old at this point and 50 years ago is basically the phantom menace and we had yaddle and yoda and uh, that's mm. two from that species so yeah yeah i don't know i don't think like what he is exactly i think he's like an original character i just but yeah yeah I think my favorite part was the like the opening scene and just how um, how the blue like they like they muted every other color except for like if you you know notice like the fish are just so blue. Oh, the krill, yeah. Yeah, and oh, everything cool. else is so muted. Like everything mm-hmm. else is kind of gray. And then when um, the Mandalorian comes, then like the the scenery has like color again. Yeah. But the first scene, like all the trees, like they're just like the like all their saturation is taken away except for the blue. Um, it remind, remind me of a couple like other franchises, but especially um, ooh, the um, the Killing Joke. They use a lot where everything is gray except for like there's just every, like mm-hmm. every scene there's different reds. Um, another thing I was thinking of is, do you think you're ever gonna see the Mandalorian space? Okay, um, let's go around and say yes or no. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, think so. Think? I don't think so. Nope, it reminds me of um, V for Vendetta or Judge Dredd, where okay. he never takes off his helmet, and that's yeah. like the entire point is like, oh, his face is it. Um, although in Sylvester Stallone of Judge Dredd, um, mm-hmm. he does take off the helmet and everyone got really mad, but mainly because they wanted to show that Sylvester Stallone was in fact playing him, yeah. um, because they bought the star power, but I don't think so. I think they're smarter with this and, um, I really like his helmet. So I don't think they will. Josh, Just to clarify, we're talking about him as an adult while wearing that because we've seen his face as a kid already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. His, okay, like, yeah. You know, as adult. Uh, yeah, no. I think I think at some point we might we might we'll probably get a see clip. his face at some. Really? I think, I think we'll see not, at some. Point. Well, I don't yeah. think it's going to be like in the the negative kind of context that he has talked about it. Like you know, taking like shamefully taking it off in front of other people. I think maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll be having lunch one day and it'll just kind of be like, oh, look, we're going to reflect on his actual face or something because he's going through some sort of emotion. I don't know. No, I think they're going with his face is the helmet. I actually agree with the other Ben. I don't think that we're <laughs> going to see his face. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to, like, I, if anything, I think that they're going to end on a note where they're going to have an opportunity for him to reveal his face and it's going to feel like he's going to reveal it and then he'll be like... Maybe next time. Kind of yeah, like this past episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally yeah. this episode. Yeah. They almost, I mean, I kind of, yeah. you could kind of see it coming. There was yeah. no way they were going to take off the helmet that yeah. time. Also, I noticed that AJ shook his head no and didn't say anything, which really does not help the podcast <laughs> form. So <laughs> I didn't want to say his reasoning for that. Yeah. So speak, AJ. I do think that he is going to take off his helmet at some okay. point. Okay. And, yeah, I... Okay, why do you guys think he will? Because I think they're going for his face is the mask. Like, kind of oh, like yeah. That. I think they are going to do that and keep that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But I think it, at some point, we're probably, I don't know, maybe there's going to be some sort of emotional stress. I don't, it might not even be this season of Mandalorian. Yeah. could be another season entirely. Yeah, well, yeah. they're already writing it right oh, now. So, yeah, two, yeah. Mm-hmm. my money is on yes. the fact that he 
does in fact reveal his face by the end of this season. If not this season, the next. Oh, yeah. Gonna see it. And if I mean, not the next, then maybe you guys are right. Maybe we'll just never see yeah, it. I already know what he looks like, too. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> you can see it for the yeah. actors. But, but, you know, yeah. It's different. It's different. Maybe they just CGI his face and it's a completely different face. <laughs> maybe. Just as a yeah. huge flex. It's going to be Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like a swindle the entire time. <laughs> or, the, or he, you know, he could be an alien-ish thing. Um, yeah, I was actually having a disagreement with someone over this. I wrote down was, um, okay, what are those birds in The Last Jedi called again? Enoch. The porks? Uh, I know. The porks. The little, like... Oh, the little, little friggin' yeah. penguins. Yeah, a little yeah. porks. It's a pork. Yeah. yeah. It's a pork. Okay, yeah. I was having a discussion where someone was telling me that they thought the porks were cuter than, than little baby Yoda. And I was like, no way. so I want no. you to know no you're no freaking way. fake news. No. I actually thought of that while watching this. I was like, Kay. you know what? This might be the first species in, in Star Wars that's cuter than a pork. Right. Oh. Uh, Daisy Ridley <laughs> thinks that baby Yoda is cuter well, than Oh, thank goodness. Pork. Yeah, because I saw yeah. I saw yeah, that discussion. Okay. I was having that argument. And where do you guys fall on that one? Oh, uh, Yoda, 100%. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't really like care that. much for the pork. So, yeah. so to that friend who knows who they are, screw you. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrong answer there. Yeah, dude, Send him this podcast. It's not even a comparison. It's like, what the fudge did the pork do for anyone, anywhere? Right? They didn't do anything. I mean, little baby Yoda's picked up the freaking mud horn. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's swallowed like whatever little... Yeah, yeah, well, he swallowed a frog. This one, what did he eat the last time? I don't even I don't know. know. It was, was so weird, but he like just swallowed it. Yeah, freaking yeah. hole. And he took on the mud horn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, just not even like, a comparison. What's a pork done? They like squawked or something like that. Yeah, yeah they screamed. Like, they, <laughs> no, no, no. The pork did make you cry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The pork did make you cry. When Wait, Chewie was when eating, Chewie one. Was eating yeah, one, barbecuing. And then it frowned and it started crying. And then she threw actually, away his, uh, he threw yeah, away his. That scene actually made me hate Last Jedi even more. I'm with you on this one. I was like, I didn't really, I, listen, I hated the porgs, I'll be real. Well, you know why they're a thing is because they were, um, the whole yeah. island that they shot on in, in mm-hmm. Skellig, Sk- Sk- what's, what's the name of that? Somewhere island? in, uh, Scotland, In right? Ireland, yeah. just like that island. Scottish, yeah. Or yeah, um. Uh, oh, I forget the name of it, but uh, they're a stand-in for puffins. Yeah. The yeah. the whole island was infested yeah. with puffins. Oh, so every time they took a, a shot far okay. away, they got all these little white birds flying around. They were like, okay, well, we don't want to paint all of them out digitally. That's just going to be a nightmare. So yeah. let's just make a stand-in. <laughs> For these An entire puffins. species. So they, made, so cool. they made just a, awesome. a short, <laughs> fat version of a puffin with big eyes and called yeah. it a pork. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there. I love the porks to the point where I went, oh, to, yeah. the, I went to the Disney store. <laughs> yes. Asked <laughs> if they had a pork stuffed animal. They said no. And I checked back every week. And finally, I got one. For wow! Twenty dollars really? oh spent. Wow! It sits next. It, yeah. it, I decorate it That's on amazing. my bed oh my every That's morning. Dedication. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're in the discount bin at this yeah. point. Yeah. See, I'm just really happy. I have my little. Yo- I have a Yoda hat. Um, which now doubles as a baby Yoda hat. So I'm, I, that hat just got so much yeah. new life. I'm so yeah. happy with that. Dude, it's like it's like I was saying, that baby Yoda is going on the mm. dashboard in my truck. If they make like a bobblehead where he's oh, stuffing yeah. his face with a little frog, oh, that is like hands down, That's I will so like money. decal my truck with that. Like, yeah. that would be oh, it's so funny. So many people bash little Anakin, but they're all happy with the little Yoda. But, you know, I know. It's little so, it doesn't talk though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. it's so cute. Yeah, and yeah. It Talk, that's true. I like it's, it's the eyes. Yeah. It's the big eyes. Yeah, I like the little Anakin. It's like it's those shots of when he's like standing yeah. next to the Mandalorian and they walk into that mm-hmm. little bar. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! So like funny. it's like he's so cute. He's so yeah. short and like. Yeah. 
He can walk. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't realize he was that small. <laughs> yeah, dude, that little guy for yeah. a fifty-year-old baby. That little dude's got to be fit, man. Keeping oh, yeah. up with all those big people has got to be work. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, rebe- yeah. the rebellious moment in the in the ship. Um, He's just like, <laughs> don't touch anything. He's staring at him. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh yeah, so and then good. to follow that up when yeah. he's at, he's like, okay, stay here. Door opens. He's like standing next to him. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. stubborn oh, baby. <laughs> Does this not let us know that he might be entering adolescence? Oh yeah, yeah. rebellious stage. Oh, oh, he's like, he's fifty years old. I mean, like, yeah. If I, I was a fifty-year-old <laughs> baby, I wouldn't give two craps about what some guy half, probably like half my age, is telling me to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he only saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the question, though. Here's the question: with a, with a with a case like Benjamin Button or something, where you had a fifty-year-old baby, would you put it in a cradle? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I could already was. In a cradle. It was, it was already in a cradle. On my yeah. ship. I don't know. He was yeah. he was already in a cradle. Yeah. He just got trashed. That's true. Storage My dream is that yeah. I can be pushed yeah. around a stroller. I've been. I wish I was small enough, <laughs> not have to walk anymore. <laughs> like a hover pod. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. If like, I could, like basically Wally. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like Wally. Yeah. Hover chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think the these like little raider troops got an ATST though? That's well, a surprise question. We are, yeah. we talked about it last time, right? Like how long has this been since? It's the been fall five years. Five years since so the Empire like, fell. Yeah. For four years, technically. I, yeah, that's a lot of time, space and time for them to get a rackety old ATST or whatever. Yeah. I and mean, I'm sure yeah. there have been, there were a few of those yeah, lying maybe. around. Might have been found on the planet, just yeah. abandoned. They probably just, just uh, well, you mentioned that there's red lights in there that we haven't seen before. So, yeah. so it's very possible that they could have repaired it and then, you know, given it a little yeah. bit of aftermarket life to it. Well, do you think it was painted before? Because there was paints on it. Yeah, there was definitely war paint. I think yeah. that yeah. was more of a new, uh, yeah. new addition, unless yeah. that was just scratches. So from I was like, terrible yeah. driving during <laughs> during the thing. I was, I was like, why does it have red lights? Is it a triangle for evil eyes? And and that was. <laughs> Very much corrected. Um, so, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I wasn't no, no, trying no, to do it was that. Good. I was, I, it was actually super interesting. Do you want to tell them um, why they have red lights? Oh, yeah. So, so like on like um, naval vessels and stuff like that in like the recent history and uh, probably up to, to date as well, they uh, use red lights in certain conditions to like retain like better night vision uh so or you were saying as yeah. well you looked not as much glare and stuff like that so it's a viable like tactical thing yeah a it does look super cool in yeah. the atst and yeah. it's, it was kind of weird that we hadn't seen it before but it's yeah it, it makes there is sense. a viable tactical reason yeah to have red lights yeah especially because they were fighting at night so they have to want to yeah. retain their night vision still have some sort of light to look at their controls yeah mm-hmm. i was like that's yeah. super interesting <laughs> so um, we read into it yeah, more than we really yeah. needed to i also want to double check on the gloves so one thing other debate we're having was yeah. punching oh, a helmet yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. indestructible yeah. man yeah. armor yeah. versus yeah, yeah. With a yes fist. exactly <laughs> he got the crowd kicked out of him too man i was yeah. like is she not hurting yeah. right now like yeah is yeah. that just not painful her fist. yeah like, like okay she was um, a strong woman, and looking at the Mandalorian right now, he does not look super just ripped. No, um, he's no, pretty no, lean. He's, not. he's a lean and guy. He's lean. Yeah. He, like, yeah. he was like only a couple, like an inch or two taller than his like quote unquote love interest woman. Yeah. Um, than like the mother person. The, yeah, the villager. The yeah. Woman, yeah, the, yeah, the, and the widow. Mandalorians that he was standing next to yeah. in the yeah. previous episode they, they were, were all pretty massive yeah. yeah they were some thick boys and and he or girls we didn't see their face that's true um, yeah. but yeah uh 
Yeah, no, that's he's like he doesn't yeah. look like oh man, you know, hand hand. He's just like, dude, I'm really good at using all my gadgets, which yeah. I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of like that. It's like, why would you bring a knife to a gunfight, right? <laughs> well, it's like uh, if you're playing like the Star Wars RPG and you go as a gadgeteer, you're not exactly the most brawny character in the game. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's reserved yeah. for another. Yeah, you, AJ's looking at me going, that's right. <laughs> yeah. AJ, you play a dwarf or a massive hulking character in almost every single game. Dude, that's the way to do it. Except that one campaign. Tanky. You played as a... as a, it was, what, what was those creatures? Oh. It was like a... Even many... Peel's species. Yeah. Basically like a white Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. it's like a dwarf. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really also, yeah. okay, actually, the biggest piece of information was that he was saved by the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes, okay. That so was actually I want to bring this up. I was going to bring yeah. this up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was probably the biggest piece of AJ, down. you called it. <laughs> yeah. AJ called it. Uh, I was very wrong about this. So, AJ, so. Was, AJ was also very humble about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During the episode, it was a kind of important part because it's like a quieter conversation when, when she's like, when they're talking. Yeah. It's so like, you know, very important matters are quieter. And all I can hear is just AJ, see Josh, you're wrong, stupid. <laughs> I also noticed that Josh turned up the volume at that point, too. So that was great. Yeah, it was, that, was, that was good. Um, it was worth it. It was, no, yeah, you're right. So he was saved by the Mandalorians and adopted into their culture. He's not, in fact, one of them, which also probably points the suspicion to say that that village like what you read, you were vouching for this as well. That it's not on Mandalore at all. It's no, somewhere yeah. else. It's maybe on a planet very similar to the one that he's infatuated right now with. That's this woman is probably in the middle of nowhere, some desolate planet with mm-hmm. a bunch of villages. And uh, you know there was a separatist raid, and the Mandalorians maybe stepped in, or a Mandalorian maybe stepped in and saved him. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Ben, yeah. you got anything? Still lots to. Uh, no, I just. Uh, you weren't here for the last round yeah, table yeah. here, so I just <laughs> want to get your opinion on this. Wow. Like, what? Do you, where do you think that those flashback scenes take place? Uh, I, I totally agree. I think it's just a random um, kind of outpost, yeah. but or just a random planet with a yeah. random village. But the fact that there were battle droids attacking it mm-hmm. means that, and and based on how old he is, that clearly happened during the Clone Wars. Yeah, hundred percent. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't like. A question. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, wasn't the, the yeah. argument that we, or not really argument, but it makes me wonder though if because we we know like tell me if I'm wrong about this, but was Death Watch ever active on other planets aside from Mandalore and Concord Dawn? Did they ever act as like a a liberating force to kind of prove themselves? To, not, I think they were not selfish. Yeah, uh, they were they were all about restoring yeah. the glory of Mandalore, True and that was Mandalore. that was it. What yeah. it is, what's a Death Watch? It is so Death, Watch. Death Watch was a uh, Mandalorian terrorist group. So, yes. Yeah, so Mandalore uh, used to be a warrior culture. Well, yeah, they became yeah. pacifists. That's, that's going too far. Yeah. But there was love. a huge section of Mandalorians that were still devoted to the warrior culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they were kicked off or kind of exiled from Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, and familiar. so they were on another planet called Concord Dawn. It was oh, the, yeah. the moon of Mandalore. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pre Vizsla, who was the leader of, of the Mandalorians, mm-hmm. the, the Death Watch at the time, they called themselves Death Watch. They um, made a deal with Dooku and started working at, uh, for the CIS. And they performed some terrorist attacks in mm-hmm. the city of Sundari uh, on Mandalore. And they came across the terrorists at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the show, 
they more or less change from being this like at least some of them do so they kind of the whole thing the whole death watch clan gets kind of fractured and split in half because what happens is darth maul takes over mandalore or something he challenges yeah. pre vizsla to a duel kills him takes the dark saber and is now kind of quote rightful uh, leader of Mandalore. Uh, and half of them half of them say no this is not the way we do things here this is not even the, the way even the, yeah <laughs> not this not is the not the way, the way. <laughs> uh even though even though that is like the the tradition to like if you kill yeah. the leader you right. surpass but it, he's like an off-worlder he's a stranger he's not one of them and he's, he's not, not the Mandalorian dude. culture yeah, yeah. 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 he doesn't have the culture he's just there to basically mm. rule and and so Bo-Katan and a few uh rogues like from the Death Watch like they they rebel and then they create their own freedom fighting force against the death watch uh and uh kenobi actually actually fights with them a little bit before things happen and then at the very end of the show which we'll get in february we're going to get the follow-up to that whole oh that's cool scenario yeah on, yeah. on disney plus so yeah. nice. get and disney they, plus they, they <laughs> kill the should we make a commission of this <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah there you go there you disney know. we want yeah we'll take Two percent. Yeah. Still be millionaires. Two percent. Still millionaires. All of like sixty people who listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, couldn't they like hound us over rights? Because you name this the Star Wars Escape Pod Podcast. No, you can name Star Which Wars. Which is why we're asking yeah. Disney for the commission, <laughs> not. I mean, there are so many Star Wars podcasts out there. Yeah. We're just like one of like hundreds okay. that I'm pretty sure we're going to be one of the last to be nailed if that ever did happen. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it would be an honor to be sued by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so pumped. I was like, oh, and Sheldon Cooper moment, he's like, what is this? This is my court appearance Dude. signed by Bob Iger himself. <laughs> yeah. Framed on the bendem. Oh my world. gosh. Yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get the cult from God. Josh, guys, I'm getting sued by Disney. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man, that sucks. But man, you're getting sued by Disney. They know about you, man. That's awesome. Like, what are you suing me for? Like, I can declare bankruptcy so easily. Like, <laughs> just, I'm a limp noodle man. Just watch yeah. me flop over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, that was uh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, it came up last time that Django Fett's armor may or may not be made of biscar was that was that you Reed, that brought that up i think i mean i didn't like make a, a very uh concerted defense of it but i was just kind of like eh, i don't think it is and yeah. then you were like it could be yeah, yeah i was like i was i was under the impression that it could be but uh apparently on the wikipedia page it says that his armor and boba's is in fact made of durasteel okay. so I'm, I'm i'm guessing that not all mandalorian armor is made of beskar uh, they do forge it out of other material. Is sorry, is Beskar susceptible to lightsabers? No, it has no. some resistance. No. It's yeah. Okay. It's just harder to cut through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, because that's how Jango Fett died, right? He got yeah. Well, well granted, he, he got, got hit at the neck in seal. Yeah. In the, in the expanded yeah, in universe, neck. I think I, I read up on this. I don't know if you touched up on this, Ben, but a little bit. Um, but yeah, on in the expanded universe, I think there was something I I read about later on in the in the story, I guess, like beyond Return of the Jedi, uh, the Mandalorians ended up fixing that issue and creating special neck collars that were also lightsaber resistance. And mm -hmm. oh, that's yeah, cool. I, I don't really know. Like, I wouldn't read too much into it. It's it's very, very like expanded universe. And we're talking like comic book expanded universe uh, okay. material. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty out there. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> for the uh, post empire galaxy that we live in, 
for that one in a billion chance we face a Jedi, let's create a Nick seal for every single one of our soldiers. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, uh, Boba Fett's helmet has a dent in it. It's like a small dent. Yeah. Um, so, which is the reason I actually, because I remember when I was reading up on it, like originally, I'm like, actually I was reading up on the, you know, where Jango and Boba are, because I was like, oh wait, they changed, they, when Disney bought, they changed, they're not like true Mandalorians. I was reading up on it. Mm-hmm. And um, people were talking. It was like, yeah, but there's a dent. There's a dent on the helmet. It can't be real Beskar because there's a dent on the helmet. You yeah. Know? No, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, I know in Attack of the Clones, they this might not have been a thing at the time when George was planning it out. They did have a dent ish, not like a like a whole gouge taken out like Boba's helmet, but Jango's helmet did it have a dent at the very end of the Geonosis arena war. Like there, you could see it on on the top of his helmet. I don't know where 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 and when he got that. I think it might have been when he was battling Kenobi on Kamino. But mm-hmm. uh he does have a dent in the spot that Boba has it. In the Clone Wars TV show, from what you've yeah. seen, Boba takes Django's helmet and blows it up when he tries to assassinate Mace Windu. Yeah. He makes that trap, he puts the helmet out in the open mm-hmm. and puts a detonator underneath and then yeah. and then it blows up. Uh, I think Dave Filoni's clarified that is Django's helmet. So Boba's helmet's not the same as Django's helmet. It's a different helmet. Yeah. And and that one might have been made of Beskar because yeah. if there's a whole gouge taken out of it from a blaster bolt, which we kind of mm-hmm. got hints at from Dave in a deleted scene of the Clone Wars from season mm-hmm. seven or eight, he showed this at a celebration at one point and he showed this standoff between Cad Bane and Boba Fett. And, and basically that's when Boba becomes like the number one bounty hunter uh, was which was at at the end of the Clone War when he takes out Cad Bane and Cad yeah. Bane at at the time number one bounty hunter yeah bites the dust and then Boba becomes like the new all time but they were they were advers- they were like allies for a little bit he kind of gets his Western style from Cad Bane yeah so you can see Cad Bane like a lot of the Western style you know he's got the cowboy hat and the biggest <laughs> cowboy hat ever yeah like, I love that comment that. Uh, Kenobi makes when when he's undercover with Cad Bane and they're shopping for new stuff mm-hmm. and he and uh, Cad Bane's like now all I need is a new hat and then <laughs> Kenobi's like as disguised as that other bounty yeah. hunter he's like yeah. you know for someone who's trying to blend in your hat sure makes you stand out yeah. well <laughs> I remember was the first time I saw Cad Bane's forehead it's huge so, yeah. like I mean to be fair he's a big blue red-eyed thing yeah he's, yeah it's pretty hard to not blend in yeah. yeah so anyway yeah that's where okay. boba gets his weapon speaking slides. of best guard though of yes. the punching of a helmet yes like yeah so okay. well did now, she have gloves well just to follow up this deleted she scene if gloves, a blaster yes. bolt can't yeah like a powerful blaster bolt can't it can only takes yeah. a chunk out of it and as we've seen from previous episodes in this show mm. other blasters have only like skimmed across it and left yeah. like or ash seared marks, it yeah or seared yeah. it yeah so i'm pretty mm. sure a punch to it is going to do pretty much nothing. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more or less just like the force yeah. of something. Yeah, hitting your yeah. Hitting yeah. The, how much that can hurt your fist is my question. Is like, yeah, man, like punching something that hard is not. That's going to do way more damage to you. And I was yeah. thinking, the, watching that fight, I was like, why would yeah. you punch the head? Like, I think you, the only way, like, not that I'm trying to defend that scene at all, but the only way we could really like anyone could defend it as those are, must be some high-tech gloves man yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 for sure well she's a tough chick yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Did you see how many times? Oh, yeah, (laughs) they are. Yeah, her arms are like way bigger than my thighs. (laughs) But um, Josh is a massive dude. (laughs) 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 Yeah, as you can, as you can maybe tell. Um, (laughs) No, it's it's. uh, Did you see her take those punches? Like a yeah. champ. Oh my like, god, yeah, man. There, like there were multiple times where she was just smoked in the face. Like we're talking like yeah. full on sucker punch to the face and she just like flicked shrugs it right off. off. Like shrugs yeah. it off, punches them right back. Like, wow, like what a mm-hmm. beast. Like what a beast <laughs> of a woman. Yeah. Like Viking right here, you know? <laughs> oh just my like gosh, I, nice. I don't want to get into a fist fight with this lady. Yeah. Like, yeah she remind me, um, Wow, I said her name while I was watching it. Now I'm dropping the, the character from Overwatch. Zarya from Overwatch. Have you guys ever played Overwatch? Nope. No. Oh, my goodness. Oh, once. Once. Okay, once, well, basically, once. there is this no-sleeved, massively muscular woman who has, like, kind of, like, a similar haircut. <laughs> and she's, like... So, like, there's a bunch of tanks in the game, right? And, like, these are, like... There's this one dude with, like, a huge suit of armor. There's this one dude who's, like, comically obese. Um, there's this one person, a giant mech. And then there's just this like strong woman there, just chilling, and she's just like, yeah, like you know, yeah. very tanky because she's a strong <laughs> Russian woman. Yeah, and that's, awesome. that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I thought think. her, I thought her character was really cool though, because I mean, like in the episode, they kind of give it bits and pieces until they kind of play out the whole picture. Mm-hmm. But she's a former like rebel shock trooper. Is that yeah. what it's yeah. called? Yeah, former yeah. rebel. Because he shock dropped trooper, yeah. shock trooper, and then yeah. the first thing I thought was like. Are we talking like Star Wars Battlefront 2? Like, okay, yeah. The I love that. With the oh, the Stormtrooper Shock Trooper. Yeah, yeah Stormtrooper I was thinking the red, the red uh, oh, the trooper yeah, from the clones, the last yeah. season. Those ones. That's also oh, yeah. Shock Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are also Shock I thought, Troopers. I, wrote, I was like, Medi- man, she, yeah, she's I was from like, the Empire. I didn't know that they let women be Stormtroopers. Yeah, but, yeah. Then, <laughs> but then you look and she's got a little tattoo on her cheek of the Rebel Alliance symbol. I was like, wait a second. You're a rebel? Like, Wait, I think I missed that entire... Yeah, like was that not just a birthmark? No, I thought no, that it was a, it was it was a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, wow, tattoo. I didn't even pick up on the that. alliance uh, crest or whatever was yeah huh. tattooed on her cheek. Because th- at first I thought like, oh, that's like an imperial symbol, and I was like, wait a second, they don't have like a trident crest or whatever. Yeah, and so then I was like, oh, yeah, no, I thought that was really cool uh, that she was a shock trooper. I think I th- I don't know if this was established or not but i think i think was it the I th- they either called them commandos or or shock troopers it was the the small group of rebel troopers that went down with general solo onto endor to take out the the shield generator that was that group those were they called those so in um because she referenced her name um, is Carla Dune of the Jedi. They called those commandos. Mm-hmm. They didn't even. They, were they didn't call yeah. them shock troopers. Or anything. Okay, they just, just rebel commandos. Rebel commandos. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the group that uh, Rex is in. Captain Rex. Is he though? They I, they've like strongly suggested that that's you know the they've why why he looks the way he does in rebels. Strongly hinted that, but they haven't outright said it. <laughs> no, they haven't outright said it. But you know, and, yeah. uh, like he's alive at the end of Rebels. Okay, this yeah, is a tiny birthmark. I can't, I'm looking at pictures and I can't. I can't find a high enough res one. Oh, look up uh, Fast and Furious uh, Seven. Well, I don't think it's or, an no, actual eight. tattoo it, of hers. Actually, wait, no, Fast and Furious Six. No, Fast I'm looking. Six, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at her tattoo, seeing if it's actually like a. Oh, the character. Oh, the character. Oh, the character. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Oh yeah. wait, you know the, it is. The actress was. Yeah. It is oh, a Rebel cool. Alliance one. Looking at this pop figure. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wow, you guys have way okay, better Cara eyesight Dune. than us. Holy crap, it is yeah. tiny. 
Now, Cara, Cara Dune is your name, and she has like a Rebel yeah. Alliance tattoo on her left cheek. Yeah, right under. So it's on the right side if you're looking at her on screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting because, like, for the longest time, look, if you just no, kind of no, hundred percent, it's like a birthmark. I thought that was a birthmark. Yeah, I thought that was a birthmark for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. yeah, just no one takes my word for it and pulls out the phone to scan it through. Ben, Ben, Ben backed you. Yes, Ben backed me. But I'm, I'm just more so being like. Yeah, she has a face tattoo of the Rebel Alliance, and I'm like, yeah. wait, what? I didn't see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, so you see from this shot, it like you totally just looks like a birthmark, right? Does no, it though? It's, no. it's a tattoo, bro. You can see it. It's a definitely. I can see it. Like yeah, you have to look so hard. Like it, this is okay. the shot. We're talking That's about the shot where she's sitting though. outside yeah, the, the hut. No, I'm the- I'm with Josh. Okay, I want everyone to go look <laughs> at how small it is. We watched this episode. <laughs> like, like you need to look then, at it for a solid two so, seconds or more to realize. The second opinion in a row I've been in the minority for. This was the second time I watched this today. And the first time was literally like two feet away from my 32 inch TV. Okay, that's fair. Good yeah. flex. <laughs> that's fair. Flexing so hard. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry. 32 I'm really inches not. of pure TV. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't trying to flex. I'm just saying it's a large screen yeah. with reasonably high resolution. Speaking, speaking of flexing, once you walked into that cabin, when when they sabotaged the uh, the enemy uh, base yeah. there, and then she walks in through the door, that's when we all made a comment. We're like. Whoa, like she's actually so yeah. beefy. Like <laughs> yeah. well, I was thinking about when she was fighting um the Mandalorian. Also, um talking about that raid, I'm surprised they didn't go straight for the ATSD and like try and stealth around, find the ATSD and disable yeah, yeah. 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 Why like, didn't they just blow it up when it was inactive? Yeah. Because yeah. they made an entire episode out of that yeah. ATSD. Well, they, basically. <laughs> well <laughs> then all the hard work digging those ponds would have gone in vain. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Spend a yeah. lot of time digging. Might it's well one say. of those things where you can't think of an in-universe like answer, so we well, just I mean, try and ignore I the think fact they that also, that's they even also a thing. To, they also wanted to lure them out. Like that was yeah. their thing; is they wanted to lure them out to actually like, defeat them once and for all. I think them. <laughs> yeah, but like you can lure them out with well, like, blowing could, up their yeah. walker as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I maybe it was just hidden. Maybe they have someone yeah. always piloting it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, maybe the guy sleeps in there 24 maybe, seven, maybe, yeah. one of, maybe it's just a, a group of random people that decided to band together, and there's this one guy who salvaged this, and he just, he loves it. It's his baby, and he sleeps in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I can see them having a 24-7 guard duty, uh, like someone in the ATS. Imagine trying to go blow up the ATSD, and you see someone just there piloting, and you're like, oh, looks like we die now. Yeah. Spe- speaking of the ATSD yeah. pilot, though. That guy was a terrible pilot. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's hard to pilot them. You see how they're moving. And I mean, like, I like did pretty good. Moving. I went on some pretty big kill streaks in the Battlefront video games, like literally all of them, the original two and the dice ones. Really? So, see, I never really piloted ATSDs. I was always okay. in clone troopers and yeah, ATSD yeah. man. They're pretty really? good. Okay. See, I always yeah. I always found them a little difficult, especially if you're running through the forest. Yeah. You're trying to like weave in and yeah. out. I and guess, then, and I guess too. Okay, yeah. I guess too. The thing is, like, probably over five years old or something like that. Yeah, a little but also old, old like, and clunky. Running through a forest, you're you're not just like running straight. You can line it up. Like you have to dodge a tree, so you have to go a little to the right and then a little to the left. That's true. Let's stack it. So an untrained, yeah. random guy piloting it in the dark. In the dark, and a yeah. several-year-old machine has probably yeah. been like just randomly put back together yeah. at a moving target. Yeah. Over hills, trees. Let's give him the benefit of the yeah. Day. Maybe yeah. he's tired. It is nighttime. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just woke up from his nap from against here. two very fit runners. These are not slow runners. <laughs> like I'm assuming that a former shock. Like they're both fairly yeah. fit people. They could probably run. 
Yeah. yeah. An elite special forces trooper or former elite special forces person and then a uh, one basically super like soldier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one yeah. incredibly powerful, amazing, awesome soldier and a man of and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, the, that moment when we uh, that moment when we saw the the guy with the stick behind that fence. Oh, like, that was, yeah. I had a good oh laugh. God. I had a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. so sorry for those oh, guys. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, like man, <laughs> yeah. your life sucks. Imagine <laughs> going to war and these people have laser blasters. and Someone hands you a stick. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, sharp though. Yeah, yeah. it was. They sharp. sharpened it themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that scene in uh, in Skyfall when uh, when they have like hardly any weapons, and then uh, what's his face who owns who, who, the caretaker of the mansion. He's like, well, yeah, sometimes some the old ways are best. And then he <laughs> takes out this little pocket knife or something, yeah. like a little hunting knife. And it's like, yeah. well. Oh, I thought you were talking about when they took the shotguns off the walls. Or yeah. 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 Well, like, I, I mean, they had the, they had, yeah. They had the, yeah, they had the shotgun. They had, they had, uh, well, he had a shotgun, Daniel Craig had a shotgun. And then they had just like the knife. Yeah. And that was it. Like yeah, that, yeah. that was it. And then they show up in a helicopter. And like very, made, very similar to this episode. It was like bombs or, or um, like tripped bombs or whatever out of like nails and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So how long is the Mandalorian going to be a single father for? Because um, it's hard yeah, to be man. a single father when you're also a bounty hunter. I was cringe. I was like, I was cringing when he, when, when the baby Yoda almost just got shot there by that bounty hunter yeah. at the end there. Oh, yeah, my was, yeah. if he died, yeah. I nearly lost my mind. I, I was like, this is uh, it. This is where yeah. he dies. Like, this is how it ends. Yeah. And because now, like in like five seconds, my mind thought this, I'm like, because now he dies. And like, now the empire is going to be after him because, you know, yeah. they're still looking yeah. for him as well. Dude, and, I was watching yeah. that and I was like preparing myself for like yeah. Last Jedi levels of disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I want I was the like, baby yeah. to live. Yeah. yeah, I was literally, I, mean, I felt like Luke Skywalker when Darth Vader <laughs> told him that he was his father. I was waiting Whoa, for that moment to happen to be like, no! It's impossible! I was half hoping he'd pull the trigger and this baby Yoda would like block, like, like force a bullet. Yeah, be like Kylo Ren. Just like, pull a Kylo Ren and just force a bullet. Dude, that would be so, and everyone in the town's like, yeah. That yeah. would have been number one episode so far. That would have taken like, me by surprise, right. actually. Yeah. yeah. I would have also been, I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're making him a little too powerful, though. Oh, okay, but, yeah. but, yeah. but, but I wasn't really. Yeah. I mean, no, but I was I was waiting for something crazy. But Ray, though, is think about it. Ray's only how old? Never knew about the Force or anything oh, like that. And this goodness. little guy's 50, already picked up a don't, whole mud horn. Don't. And <laughs> I mean, there, he could stop the blaster bolt, man. There are a number of years between episode seven and eight, so. Just like episode four and five, there was a whole lot of dialogue. You mean eight, eight nine? Or seven, or, sorry, you so mean like six and seven? Five, yeah, seven, well, no, seven and eight. So Ray yeah. was more powerful in the Force in eight. Yeah, but there's like no time that's passed. Yeah. Between no. seven and eight? No, it's just like to, it picks up where it leaves picks off. Up yeah. Or is it seven? Yeah. Or is it it's eight, like the nine. second after. Okay, like, yeah. eight to nine is where it is. Eight to nine, there's like a year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But but the, it's, it, it's, inter- it's uh, thanks for bringing that up, though, because... JJ has gone on record to say there's a reason why Ray is powerful the way she is uh, compared to Luke, who took a while to learn things. There's yeah. there is a reason that we will find out in this new movie 
uh, of why Ray can adapt so quickly. That's also why it's called The Force Awakens. The, the first midichlorians. One, so. That's right. <laughs> I know. You know, he, he had it. Yeah. Charts. Actually, actually, let me let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. There's a there's an article. We're Keep talking. But we're getting hold into on it. a second. Yeah. JJ. Yeah. Talks. One of my favorite things is there's um, on the Eric Andre show. One of my favorite sketch. One of my favorite like clips is just him being like. He's on the things like, listen, I'm not going to get into it. It's like, but actually, I am going to get into it. And starts yelling. This is what you imagine. It's like, just like, listen, yeah, this. Actually, actually, no, I am going to get into it right here. Let's yeah. let's start pulling up the data. Here we go. Yeah. Oh. Um, so there was an article that came out, uh, and it, it it talked about this meeting that that JJ had with George before, and I guess during the writing process of of the Rise of actually, Skywalker. Actually, can I do a quick pause, a yep. quick plug for your own show? Is if you actually don't know what midichlorians are. And you're just watching this because you really like the, um, the Mandalorian. Um, actually, I forgot what episode it is, but the episode with top seven. Um, oh, the most debatable topics. Yeah, actually, Josh goes into a very good explanation of midichlorians in a rant of how much he likes them. Did I change your opinion? <laughs> yeah. I changed your opinion on Actually, I, always, I was already. Oh, you already pro midichlorian. Yeah, I okay. just learned a lot about a lot more about them and stuff like yeah. that. But if you're ever, if you ever, you think, wow, that's a fancy word that you're yeah. throwing around a lot and chuckling after you say it. Um, you, have, you have your own episode where you talk a lot more about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I listened to part of that one, I think. Yeah, I it could be a sensitive topic for, you know, older older fans, shall we call them. Sensitive uh, topic. Like, no one died. So Abrams had a crucial meeting with uh, George during prep. Uh, quote, he had a lot of things to say about the nature of the force, uh, the themes, that he was dealing with uh, when he was writing the movies. And he also goes on to say, yes, there was some conversations about midichlorians. He loves his midichlorians, but it was very, uh, it was a very helpful thing. Sitting with him is a treat just to hear him talk because it's effing George Lucas talking about Star Wars. I was always, uh, 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 it always feels like a <laughs> gift to hear him talk about that stuff because the effect he had on me as a, a 10 year old is so utterly uh, profound. So, yeah, no, he does. He does talk about. Uh, he did talk about midichlorians. George, you know, had some things to say about midichlorians, and I think that's because like the original version of the, of George's sequels would have actually gone into that a little more and explained mm-hmm. kind of more about midichlorians, wills of force, the prophecies, all that stuff, yeah. uh, which would have been really cool. But uh, we didn't get that. So you know, that's that's. But it's obviously still in George's head, which is why he's like bringing it out now. And even though it hasn't really been talked about in episode seven and eight, like I think it was still something like that. It, it's it's existent in canon. It's not like it's it's not like it can be overwritten by anything that mm-hmm. Disney does because you know it's still canon. So uh, yeah, even though they haven't like brought it up, like you can probably assume like Ray's mini chlorine yeah. count is probably very off high. the charts. Yeah. yeah. Are you, the Josh, are you a big fan of like the more fantastical episodes of Star Wars, um, where it's like? These are the ones where it's more like mythology of Star Wars. Are you more, do you enjoy more of like the I think like Star Wars is a whole. practicality episodes. Like, but what do you yeah. prefer? Like if there's, you have episodes about like, you know. Star Wars as a whole, I think it's so, it's such a, it's such a different kind of storytelling. I think that's what captivates a lot of people because it's the only real like modern mythology that we have. A lot of mythology that's, that we've been yeah. given to us has been given to us through the likes of older books and such like, lord yeah, of the rings history and stuff very like old yeah. yeah a lot of uh, ancient history tales uh stuff like that star wars is a mythology that's based upon a lot of pre-existing mythologies but retold in a modern way and and you know george is onto something when he did that and uh through every movie he's done he's expanded that with 
just the next the next push, right? And I think a lot of people are uh, are a little disappointed that we haven't really had that with the likes of Force Awakens, which is why I actually like The Last Jedi a lot more because it actually, it, it, it felt like I got that little push of extra mythology that got stuck in that film. Um, but, yeah, that is that is a good point. It definitely like, yeah, The Force Awakens, it like, I liked it. I personally, I liked it more than Last Jedi, but I think Last Jedi definitely did a better job of kind of pushing that agenda than yeah. The Force Awakens did. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. It's like pushing the agenda. There was so the, Force Awakens was all about a hint of nostalgia with something pretty new. much yeah, yeah. oh it's yeah like, well, it I, really <laughs> wasn't force awakens it's like let's awaken their nostalgia yeah, yeah. just like that hand yeah. solo chewbacca seat they both show up oh, and stand yes. there chewy chewy we're, we're home, home. <laughs> that was yes yeah. yeah we all minds exploded while seeing that scene but it was very cool i gotta admit i did smile do. when i saw that <laughs> yeah, i'm not was, like a heartless uh, you know yeah, yeah. yeah i know you that know sad i love too? that i love that it's, part I think they showed that in the trailer before they released the movie. Yeah, yeah. they did. They and did. I still liked it when I watched the movie. Every, every time <laughs> I, I watch that movie, it. oh, it's 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 like it's a very hot. Like actually, most of the Force Awakens, the parts that I like, you know, enjoy, uh, have Han Solo in it, which is interesting because Solo's not my favorite character by any means whatsoever through the franchise. And, and who like, is? I have nothing really? against Han Solo. I have okay, nothing who, against who Han Solo. Who is your favorite character? Well, I love I love Anakin and Darth Vader. Okay, like, yeah. That's my favorite character. Okay. Oh, and, that's but fair. but uh, but like yeah, Han Solo. Like I love Han Solo. I just he's not my favorite character. But yeah. I do love his like he's such a unique character, and I, I I really you know I can't see it the movies without him at all whatsoever. But yeah. he really made Force Awakens the way it is. I don't yeah. I don't know what that movie would have shown. I, I can see Star Wars at Han Solo. I think. I actually, the more I think about it, the more I think like, oh yeah, Han Solo was there too. I always assumed was Luke's sidekick. Actually, I don't know why. I always saw Luke as his sidekick. No. <laughs> I think I think the reason is because I grew up, I actually, I watched, like um, when I first watched Star Wars is episode one. Actually, okay, not the first time. The first time I like, really remember watching them um, was episode one. Um, so like, <clears throat> it was always the Jedi and then like the Skywalkers were the most important and like follow the Skywalkers, okay. follow the Skywalkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's something, um, that's something that or, I think we're going to yeah. get a lot less of going forward after, after episode nine, we're going to be yeah. reaching this era of like no more Skywalkers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So possibly no more Jedi. After episode yeah. nine, are we talking like other independence or continuation? Well, we're talking, we're talking, this is the end, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. So we're not going to get any Skywalker more sequels saga. or follow-ups to this lineage. So there's yeah. not going to be a 10, 11, 12. It's no, going to be no, I think, yeah. I think if we're going to do anything, it's going to be Old Republic. It's going to be, yeah. 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 There's going to be a new trilogy, which they're, well, they, they're yeah, they kind of, they kind of can do it. Yeah. They want to do, but I think last Jedi, I don't think, I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah it's it's that and the, com- yeah, the combination so much. Like, <laughs> there's a few things there's a few things uh, of like why those plans may or may not happen right now all that's been confirmed for their future film is 2022 i believe that's going to be the next official release and kevin feige is supposed to be producing a star wars movie i don't know if it's the 2022 one or if it's another one but uh other than that we've got the mandalorian season two after this season wraps up, we also have the Cassian Andor and K2 So uh, Rogue One prequel series, and we have the Kenobi series. Mm-hmm. So, and so, Clone Wars. Yeah, follow up to Clone Wars and whatever animated show follows that. Hopefully, more Clone Wars. <laughs> so, Clone Wars biased here, but yeah. Uh, How yeah. many episodes are going to be in the season of uh, Mandalorian? There's eight. There's eight of this season, so and we're next already season, halfway through? Be, yeah, we're already yeah. halfway through. Yeah. It's yeah. sad, right? Oh. 
Yeah. Or okay. happy. It's, it's, it can it's be smart. exciting. It's smart though. You're getting a quality show instead yeah. of a yeah. quantity show. That's yeah. very yeah. true. For sure. Because yeah. I, I noticed that this episode it hasn't yeah, it hasn't been very a very uh, linear. It's been very all over the place. Oh, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. this episode was longer than the other ones. I also hundred oh, yeah. percent thought that opening scene where like the the raiders came. I thought that was yeah. some other uh, like backstory Flash to another yeah. character. Yeah. So when I so when I watched it earlier, I had the exact same feeling. I was like, oh cool, mm. it's gonna do even more backstory of his character and stuff like that. And so like that, I kind of yeah, I kind of had like a laugh when we first watched because you were had that moment where you were like, oh so this is like real. This is happening. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. now. I was like, oh man, another village guy. I thought he was gonna be up with another like like-minded people who got raided, and like he did. I just thought that he was gonna meet someone who was like the same as him, and they have to like, I don't know, either gonna be put as opposites or the same. But mm-hmm. no, yeah, there was he went and saved them. I'd like to point out episode yeah. nine is twenty days away from yeah. today. Wow, crazy, right? Yeah, it feels like it's like further off. Did episode? you buy tickets already? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we- we have tickets for VIP screening. I have tickets for yeah. two two screenings. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to now the yeah. one right before you, um, like the two thirty showing. So we'll so see sad. you. At the, we'll see you at the. <laughs> so just to illustrate in the lounge, the just yeah. to lounge. illustrate how. Yeah. So the last two Star so Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I like pre-ordered tickets for both uh, of them months yeah. in yeah. advance. Oh, but just to yeah. illustrate how much I didn't like Last Jedi, I still haven't bought tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go see it. So I actually bought it, then returned it, bought it again, then returned it again. Oh. I've been really back and forth. Dude, oh my god. It, it was all in your, your girlfriend's. No, yeah, but that, I, that I re-bought them and I was like, I actually don't, I don't know if I can give them, I can't encourage them to make another Last Jet. I can't say, oh, I think what you did made me happy as a consumer. And I feel bad buying it on opening night because that's exactly what they want of me. And I buy the popcorn too. Um, Why do you buy the popcorn? Because I love popcorn. Uh, <laughs> that's how they make their money. At least you're honest about it. Yeah, no, but Oh, so. dude, I'm like, a, I'm like a professional when I go to movies, dude. No drink, no popcorn, nothing. I oh. go. Go make sure I go out of the bathroom beforehand so I don't yeah. get up or nothing. I go in, I watch no. that movie so, start uh, to finish. Fun fact for you guys. I, I when I was a teenager, uh, I did work at a movie theater for a couple months. Do you know how much money it costs for that uh, for a big bag of Coke? So we get yeah. when we order from Coca-Cola, we get this massive, I don't know how many, 20, 30 liter bag of Coke. Do you mm-hmm. know how much it costs the movie theater to buy that from Coke? Five dollars. Fifty cents. What? I'm not, I'm not joking. It's and they charge like it's and it's it five dollars. Like, it is like six thousand percent. So wait, yeah. What's the that's math crazy. on that? So fifty cents to five dollars. It's like that's... two cents a like a like a bottle or a cup. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. So if you think, yeah, just that's that, crazy. That's so yeah, that's fifty cents a bag. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. even fifty cents a cup. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a friend on oh. what products have the biggest markup. Is that not, like killing It was like that. I never knew. Um, prescription yep. drugs are like huge markups too. Cables. Yeah. Cables as well. Yeah, you worked at like a future yeah. shop at, when so, it was a thing. We're not going to name the company I worked at, but yeah. the uh, I got cost plus 5% <laughs> when I, yeah. I was working there as my employee discount. And uh, I paid less than a dollar a cable, which yeah. for the average person cost $29. Yeah. I weigh Robert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You should have yeah. joined up with those raiders in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bunch of <laughs> what species no, were they? Because no. I don't think they've shown the I'm species calling them, yet. I'm calling them war dogs because they look like bulldogs, but then they were... I like yeah. orcs better. <laughs> I definitely saw them. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can look this up. Look like some, they look like some, like some people who'd be in Jabba's palace. I saw them. Yeah, I saw them. They look like guards. Yeah, they're not big enough. Yeah, I know, but they look like I didn't say they, but they look like someone who would be around Jabba's palace. They just look like I could just imagine them there. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, they had the. I don't know if you noticed, but a few of them running away or whatever yeah. in, during one of the battles, they had like the pikes or the pole axes or whatever yeah. you call them. Maybe or like, maybe that was like a Tuscan Raider thing, but I don't yeah. know. No, I don't know. They had Star Wars they're thing. ugly. They have guns. They're thug-like. Yeah. They can hang around Jabba's palace as much as they want. Yeah. <laughs> so Theme yeah. for what they figure evil yeah. looks like. Wow, it's like there's like a light yeah. side and a dark side or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And you keep, there's no in between. We haven't between. seen Rancors in, in, in so long. Rancors? Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking about that. I was like, man. Yeah, I, I saw them in The Force Unleashed. Well, well Josh and I saw, saw Rancor recently. In the <laughs> oh yeah, Vader, Vader, Vader Immortal, Immortal. episode oh, two, a six yeah. or a four was it technically four arms, two legs. Right? Yeah, it was a really weird looking rancor. It was a funky yeah. rancor. Wait, it had like this? war paint, yeah. bro. Wait, where was what? it? Uh, Vader Immortal episode cool. two, the, yeah. the VR experience. Oh, okay. But you still need to play that. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah. It was probably uh, cool. another bounty where they took the extracted the DNA and manufactured one. some kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they, they did with they that took rancor, man, species but... with the forearms yeah. and then <laughs> melded it with oh, a yeah. rancor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. So uh, they have been shown before in Star Wars. The alien, oh. the Raiders, the, the Raiders. Raiders. Okay. They are a. Clatonians. Oh yeah, the Clatonians. Obvious. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like, Josh. Does Josh know where the Clatonians are? Has Josh ever? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a wild guess. Clutonia. <laughs> yeah. Very close. Yeah. Very close. Okay. Very what's the, what's it called? Clatoni. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Clatoine. Clatoine. Oh, Clatoine. Clatoine. I don't have the best pronunciation. Ag though. Where did we see? Yeah. My question is. They were. In the Return of the Jedi, was really? when they first made their, their bodyguards. Wait, 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 hold on, were they on the Tatooine? land cruisers on Tatooine when with the uh, yeah when uh, yeah dude, I was about to say Tatooine. Job, yeah, dude, job if I'm, little, uh, dude, I call this. Cruise. I want that. I yeah. feel like everyone Venmo me some money because I deserve it. If they're from Tatooine. Oh yes, uh, yeah. There is Who another. Is there's picture? another image of them here on the Wikipedia page. Clatooine yeah. uh, is spelled K L A T O O I N E, very similar to Tatooine, but it's Clatooine, and uh, it's in hut space, which makes sense uh, why some of them would be serving Jabba. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's them. Vindication. So, yeah. I got a question. How did a giant, fat, very useless species of slugs <laughs> um, grow to such power? That yeah, that goes back. Of, that that yeah. question is a very long answer. The huts dominant. Yeah. I yeah. remember. There's a whole history to, to read huts. This up. Yeah, I I uh, actually I should lend you my book. I have a I have a book, really cool book called The Star Wars Atlas, and it gives you a complete expanded universe look into the Star Wars galaxy from like way back when and up until way way in the future, and uh, it basically it has maps. It has like you know readouts and like historical like pages and mm -hmm. and like. Who was, ruling, who was ruling? Who was ruling when? And like yeah. what? What space they were ruling at at that time? So or whatever. real quick, how did they get to be a power, Josh? 
in in like the huts yeah okay well i i'm not gonna go into the full explanation but like there's you know they, like they've essentially had like the huts have had go back to like if you play the old public you'll also know that the huts have their own cartel going on back then as well mm -hmm. so yeah but there's so many huts that are like have their own thing going on uh it's almost just a uh I, like I don't, I don't really know. I don't know where the money comes from. How it's how they don't have poverty. It seems to me that every hut is like in a position of power. But so that's that's the question. That's the question. Uh, like I don't, I don't really know. Actually, they they self breed, and by the time of the Clone well, like Wars, there's like a council of huts looking think, after the hut clan. Yeah. So so like they're all kind of related. They're all kind of related to each other because yeah. they. Uh, what's the term? The, the uh, hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Yeah, they're all hermaphrodites. Uh, they're all male and female and yeah. give birth to their own, oh, like Jabba yeah. had Rada. And, so they're asexual offspring? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Really? and, and uh, Jabba and Zero are both siblings uh, with, okay. a, with a, many other siblings to their mother. What me is in Jabba, okay, Jabba's palace actually has arguably the most sexually charged area of any place in Star Wars, which yeah. is interesting considering it's by, it's owned by someone who has no need or, you know, need and maybe desire for that. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Maybe it's for the people. Yeah, you can say it's probably, it's probably for like, you know, if you're gonna run a nightclub, that's generally how you do it. I, I would like love to think to that. I would love to think that. However, there's that moment where uh, the Twi like dancer is going around and then he goes, uh, oh, he looks and then he licks his lips. He licks his lips, and then uh, and then she kind of gets angry because he yeah. gets she gets creeped out. And then uh, he gets he's like, you know what? Screw this girl. And then hits the button, and then down she goes. Oh gets eaten yeah. by the rancor. Dude, I'm not even gonna try to speculate on a slug no, sexual tendency. Yeah, no, that's, has that's anyone, exactly. Has anyone ever <laughs> seen? Even, I've actually have ever seen there. Stardust. Have you ever seen Stardust? It's just like old, it's like the, the pirate. Movie, yeah. The pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Who um <laughs> just like has to like, keep like, up the act of yeah, like being super Robert De Niro. No, 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 no. Because he has to keep up the act of being a super misogynistic guy who's like, oh yeah, sex with women, hey! And then like when he finally like he's like super gay is like yeah. the thing. So he's trying to pretend to be like because he has to slip up. I don't know. Is he gay though? Captain such point. and such has a fearsome reputation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He shows him cross dressing. Yeah. And he's like, he has to be terrible. And so maybe the hut just really just like man. I can't let them know that I actually like oh, don't really care about this stuff because my entire business is based on this seedy underworld. And if they knew they really didn't yeah. care, then it would just threw down my entire business. So, Captain, I always knew you were a bit of a whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wholly think that's canon now. Oh I think that's canon is that Job of the Hut really just does it as an act. That's the only explanation. But like, uh, you know, that, that yeah. just, you know, I'm not gonna that, write that, off that made this like recap for me was just that we went from Mandalorian to Jabba the Hutt to comparing Jabba the Hutt's sexuality with Robert De Niro. Oh, no, <laughs> <stop right now. laughs> it's it's anything away from this. Yeah. Remember that this comparison. Honestly, it's probably going to be I look up when I go home. Oh, Someone man. please tweet Robert yeah. De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. This comparison is just the worst. Oh my gosh. Okay, that is that is really interesting. I didn't know the Hutt's bred that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they don't talk about it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, I want to bring up this article, which I found 
um, earlier this week, this came up and it's been buzzing around the internet. So I just figured we would address it. Came out yeah. Thursday, November 21st. Did you read into this, AJ? A little bit. A little, a little bit. Okay. Um, Kathleen Kennedy claims Star Wars films have no source material. Now, this has been a very controversial thing for the CEO of Lucasfilm to say, because, uh, and let me just, let me just redo the quote. Yeah. Because none of you have yeah. like read this before. No. So she says, uh, Every one of these movies is a particular, particularly hard nut to crack, said Kennedy. There's no source material. We, have, we, we don't have comic books. We don't have 800-page novels. We don't have anything other than the passionate storytellers who get together to talk about what the next iteration might be. We go through a really normal development process that everyone else does. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's basically like spiked a lot of Oof, online yeah. haters. Um, first off, like... What do you guys think? Just when, when you when you hear that, I just want to like, what's your initial reaction to that? Like, what I, do you think? She's I trying agree to say? for the new movies. I disagree for everything else because yeah. everything else is made in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Clone I Wars think, is between two and three. Yeah, that's such a dumb thing to say. Because yeah, I think I'm fine with like the <laughs> new movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, if she says that for the like the new kind of like segment in the saga, because it's like they want it to be like original and yeah. stuff like that, and right? If we're honest, episode eight felt like out of someone's hair so. it, yeah it really was yeah. it's there's nothing there's it's not even worth defending that okay. what do you mean no source material like still trying to get no, over no, the like, question okay, over so here so like, expanded <laughs> the universe think about this way lord of the rings yeah they made books they made movies uh yeah. and now they're making a new series but they have like books to pull from there's marvel. tons of material there's tons yeah. of material right they've thousands okay. of yeah marvel they have several different yeah. versions of yeah. comic, comic books book. yeah star wars there is no, like, they literally had to invent a new story for seven, eight, nine because they had yeah. absolutely nothing. But, like, how much you say is borrowing versus, like, it's like, say, Batman. Like, there's ones, mm-hmm. like, where it's, like, this is the literal TV recreation of a comic book. Um, and then there's sometimes where it just pull like, say, like, the new well, Batman that's... pulls a lot of themes and look and so much from Frank Miller's Batman, like, the Ben Affleck one. Um how much you say is like, it, is it using source material? Yeah, 100% using a lot, but it isn't the same story or anything. No. So my question is, is that like, is she saying we've like, you know, this is a this is a different story? Cause yeah, like, you know, there hasn't been a published book of that same yeah. story, but does well, it she's trying, to, she's trying to excuse them from having to use any of the source material that there that there is really. Yeah. Cause like, cause like, I, like I was, I was saying like, like I, didn't care about like the new trilogy because that's like yeah like sure make something new and original but it, i was saying it's a stupid thing to say because i mean they did come out with rogue one and solo and both of those would have a substantial amount of source material to back like build a movie from mm-hmm. if yeah. that makes sense so yeah I, i'm just gonna like weigh in with my opinion i think i think the what, what she's saying is just like coming across uh she's just using the wrong words basically i think oh, yeah. i think i think what she's trying uh-huh. to say is we don't have like our movies are not based off of novelizations. Yeah. So, so I think what she's trying to say, as opposed to saying our movies are made with no source material, no comics or books. I think what she's trying to say or should have said is um, our movies are made originally based off of no books that come before it. Uh, we have plenty yeah. of source material to back up our yeah. writers of making great films going forward, but uh, we do not have, people like J.K. Rowling making novels first and then adapting those into a movie. I think that's what she's trying to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and as long as I think if she did a better job explaining it, because, you know, in Star Wars Rebels, they had 
General Thrawn, which yeah. from mm-hmm. a book, like they have some source material, but yeah, for the new stuff, yeah, should have specified for our new yeah. <laughs> Please. materials. Yes. Yeah, we are creating a new story. Yeah, please mm-hmm. don't let, leave us hung out to dry believing that you're just going to turn everything into a Last Jedi. Moment. I think I think it's a bit. She's she's kind of she's pulling a bit yeah. of a George Lucas right here, just like kind of saying something just off the top of her head without giving a deep explanation, and then it turns out a little convoluted. I know yeah. I know it, like things were very convoluted when George said. Uh, oh yeah, you know my version of the sequels would have been uh, going to a into a microbiotic world of you know explaining about midi chlorians and such and such. And a lot of people were like, "Oh great! Like we get to watch Star Wars under a microscope. Great! Like this is just fantastic. Everyone's gonna hate it, you know." Like, and he and he even said he's like, "Oh, and the fans would have hated it." But uh, you know, my theory is like, "Oh no, no, no! And not literally. Like, everyone's taking it so literally that he was talking about this microbiotic world mm-hmm. that about midi chlorians and such. Like, we, no, we wouldn't have seen like." Like, what are you going to go see? Like, a Star Wars movie and, like, Ant-Man, like, mixed. And then, like, what, like, what do you think is happening here? Like, of course that wouldn't have happened. Like, I think when he says we would have gotten into a microbiotic world, I think what he means is we would have gotten a lot of story material and explanation into, like, that level of of the mythology, into that that story. Like, hey, why why are midichlorians? Why do, how do they communicate the wills? Who are the wills? You know, like we've, we keep hearing about these wills and like yeah. it's yeah. never been made made clear. <laughs> or like a Star Wars version of Osmosis Jones is what you're saying. Where like little viruses and like bacteria. Yeah, like, characters like, like, this, is, this, is, this is exactly uh, what I was so confused on how Osmosis people could take it so literally. Uh, it's a story about a virus who's trying to infect people. Yeah. Okay. Sounds yeah. so fun. It's, it's, it's sounds like Star Wars episode it's, seven. It's actually super, <laughs> it's actually super good. It's actually well, super step good. up from no. episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing though, is like like they said like Lion King, like Lion King obviously pulls a lot from other media. Like, you know, pulls a lot from say Hamlet. Oh dude, okay. Like, so Kimba, the, Lion the Lion. Not so sorry to kind yeah. of interrupt you a little bit, but yeah. for the Lion King, I actually did at uh one of the youth group uh yeah or not youth groups, but during like church or whatever, you know, we teach them like a, a lesson or something like that. I literally use like Lion King as a movie to teach about, um, oh, I can't rem- remember what it was. Obviously I'm not a very good teacher. I can't even remember it, <laughs> but I used it like to teach about like a part of the Bible or whatever, like related to Jesus and stuff like that. Cause there's so many different things that tie in with like both Adam and Eve and then uh, Jesus and redemption and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I literally, it was, I literally did a whole entire PowerPoint, like, slideshow about yeah. it. Yeah, so, um, The Lion King, it borrows a lot from an anime called, um, okay, it doesn't borrow, it's remarkably similar to an earlier one called Kimba the Lion, so much so that Matthew Broderick, who voiced Simba, um, was like, yeah, like, I thought, I thought everyone knew this, but they, they maintained that they were, like, none of them knew it, this was, com- like, no one, they, we've never pulled anything from it, um, and the story's about a white lion who, um, his father's killed and he has to like, basically like they both are very similar to Hamlet stories. Um, yeah. And there was like, no, this isn't, and my brother was like, I thought we were basing it off Kimba the Lion. Like I saw it as a kid. I thought this was like literally a remake of that. Um, and there's like, no, we never, we, we never knew about that. This is completely not based on that. So like, mm-hmm. and I feel like they've done that a couple times before. Um, but also like, yeah, you know, they, they, they definitely like people have watched movies. They borrowed things from other stuff. They like, of course you borrow things, but how much is like, oh yeah, we're directly referencing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with your statement though. It's like the way you phrase it, like, yeah, like, you know, we borrow things, but these are completely original stories, not based on a book specifically. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. So I, I think her message is just yeah. coming across a little odd, but mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Um, I want to. We got five minutes here, but yeah. uh, okay. What's it, like? This this has come up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But do you think we're gonna do some episode nine speculation? Did you guys see the those TV spots that dropped this past week? Any of them? No, I haven't. No, seen any. watching TV in twenty nineteen. Okay, good right. meme, bro. I think Hold I on have a time. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we're Disney gonna we're gonna watch one of them right now, and then we're gonna talk about it because I want you guys to see this. This will be the final word in the story of Skywalker. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Get tickets now. Um, and uh, we just watched a bunch so. of stuff. We watched the clip yes. that was released this week. We watched the, the TV spot called Fate and the one that's called Duel. Uh, if you put the two together, you get Duel Fate. Uh, and uh, for those of you who have not seen these TV spots, please stop listening because uh, we're going to be getting into some speculation. We're going to be talking about these TV spots and this clip and uh, starting now. So, I mean, yeah, Duel of Fates spoil a trailer. came up so, in yeah. the... Uh, well, believe it or not, some people actually... Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, spoiling a trailer. Weird flux. Okay. I know people that don't watch the trailers. I still like J.J. Yeah. Abrams, so this does make me want to go see this one a little bit more, but... Get your tickets now. My... <laughs> get them now. Also, the way I see it, if, if we all go... Mm-hmm. That is my belief. If a movie doesn't do well in the box office and I pay to go see it and sad about it, I have no right. So we're going to go pay. We're going to go see it because we want more Star Wars movies. Yeah. That's... I actually want more Star Wars video games, really. Which is why we bought Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I just buy bought Pokemon. Please, come on. I'm sorry. I've been yeah. sleeping or playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. I have been, I have been binging as much as I can um, the, the fall, Jedi Fallen Order just so that we can get around to doing a roundtable on that as well because I, I want to I want to finish the story right, without well. skipping the YouTube and watching all the cutscenes. But uh, so far, I think I've played like seventeen hours, and okay, it's worth, awesome. Wait, wait, worth the eighty ninety dollars base game? Well, I think I paid like eighty bucks for it, but yeah, hundred percent. I heard it. Hundred percent. How, really how many? It's have worth you every dime. It? Have no, you no, it? no, I so, still I still haven't finished. We don't have much time. hours of content are we talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we don't we don't have to do seventeen hours. Seventeen hours. Just over half. I, half? Yeah. I've Dude. gotten past the the okay. invisible planet that I'm not right. going to mention for spoilers, but yeah, okay. like Please I'm I'm probably time. over half. Yeah. But, All right, I'll buy that. Um, that sounds good. And yeah. it's not an invisible planet. It's just one that hasn't yeah. been talked about. It's not quite so, to the same level as uh, what did I do? I did. It took me 80 hours to beat the base game of uh, Witcher Three. Wild Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of explorers in this game. So, but my thoughts on Duel of Fates are, here's the problem, is the things that I know about Star Wars are never the cool parts. There's always really cool parts. The parts that are most annoying were the in-between of like, hey, that actually doesn't make any sense. And why do characters behave like that? And, you know, a lot of like random things of like, like it's weirder seeing, um, you know, them... Um, like them stop Poe and like the whole you know that crash and the really awkward kiss mm-hmm. like that's the parts that are that really make the movies really weird but are not on the trailers mm-hmm. so I don't know if like trailers because there are really hype moments 
it's the non-exciting trailer moments that sometimes detract for me, which is why, like, you know, I don't really get that excited. I just hope we get the song in the movie. Like, yeah. that's, that, that's for me is like a number one. Like, this yeah. is the theme and the title of the first movie in the series that we should yeah. be watching chronologically. And, and you know, you can watch it however you want. But I'm just saying, like, chronologically, like, this is the first movie, The Phantom Menace. The theme of The Phantom Menace is Dual Fates. This is the theme that's now showing up in the Rise of Skywalker TV spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it kind of, like, symbolizes the Emperor. We get the theme again when he's fighting Yoda. I think it's only appropriate for this theme to return again yeah. in the movie, not just a TV spot. Yeah. My favorite shot from the Force Awakens trailer was cut. That's the shot from Kylo Ren in the forest. Activates his lightsaber. It was like an iconic shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we never got it in the film. So, yeah. you know, I I hope we do get this one in the movie, the, the John Williams score for this. This would be cool. Yeah, that would be yeah. really yeah. cool. And trailers are, music is often dropped for trailers, though. Right. I know, I just hope yeah. that this this remains, but I'm uh, still, what do you think? What do you guys think? Well, I'll just quick say, I'm still a little salty about Last Jedi, obviously, but <laughs> this has inspired... It has inspired, instilled a little bit of A New Hope. Just a little bit. Just a, it, 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 it has thanked Ryan for leaving it the way it what? is just like you know for advancing mm-hmm. you know he he pushed the boundaries in a way that JJ can't you know compare the force wings to at all so I think he's gone on record to say that as well that he's he's thankful for Ryan Johnson for the you know what he did and uh and he is looking forward to the release of this one saying that it reminds you of a new hope or you have new hope I was, was just punny. I was being punny. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't you. know. Are you saying? Are you saying, <laughs> yeah. are you saying remi- I was like, was it reminding you of a new hope though? Not okay. In I was the like, slightest. There was yeah. nothing about the. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess spoiler the fleets of starships or Star Wars Seven. Yeah. There was there was a cool thing. a back to back shot there. Did you see that shot that we we saw it in the original trailer, but we saw more of the in in this TV spot where Kylo Ren gets out of the ship, walking along the snowy kind of plains. And then you see the shot in reverse now where he's passing the camera and there's lightning striking in the background. Yes. Yeah. And then we get the shot of Ray where there's lightning striking behind her as well. Is he off to like, yeah, is he off to help her? Is it like, you know, she's obviously in front of like the emperor at this point, probably like is, is kind of obviously, like, probably like, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, like, probably like, yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think well, is going on here? So uh, I think uh, the Emperor, being as uh, sadistic as he is, has clearly um, like built up, well, I guess built up over t- however long. One of his final orders, I guess, was to have this fleet stockpiled somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, so they probably just got, got this massive fleet, just Jay chilling, waiting for uh, mm-hmm. all-powerful dude to come yeah. get the I, ball rolling. I hope there's a fantastic backstory for it. I hope yeah, so. Yeah. so that's one thing. That's way too many say, things. That's the one thing that interests me the most so far, and really the only kind of like story thing you can really derive from the whole trailer mm-hmm. is that the emperor has like somehow or another like that there's this massive fleet and it's relative to him. How that ties it, I don't know if it's one of his final order things, like it was in like uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two in the story there. Yeah, the, the uh, red like. Mm-hmm. That was part know. of the contingency plan to yeah, have those uh, sentinels or that, something. Was yeah, what they called yeah. those that. Yeah, those. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, a good point. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow up the story from Return of the Jedi, uh, the campaign for Battlefront Two is a great place to start. Uh, that story takes place right after that movie ends, and uh, you know it, it has. It's a great trail uh, off of that. It, as well. Such a fun. Yeah. yeah, such a good campaign. Very good. Very good story. Um, the. Uh, what was I going to say now? Oh, yeah. Uh, so 
there's been there's been some like I want to hear what, like very quickly what you guys think mm-hmm. about this. Uh, what if what we saw Vader killing Palpatine in Episode Six? What if that was a clone of Palpatine, the real Palpatine that shows up on the oh. hologram this entire time has oh. been on Exegol, like what we see in Episode Nine? What what do you think? What do you think? Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> I think. Uh, I'm with Ben on this one. Just like cut that I think Anakin the... needed to have brought balance to the Force. This is one of the problems I have with the, 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 the yeah. even concept of sequels. Is like that's yeah. true. He that's didn't true. bring balance to the Force, especially yeah. if he killed a clone. He absolutely did not do anything then. Well, that, that's that's one thing to point out. The, the prophecy of the Chosen One does state that they will bring balance to the Force. It doesn't say anything about destroying the Sith. Yes, exactly. That's the See, only he thing. Did bring That's the balance only thing. To the so he could have brought balance, but I just, I just don't really. I haven't got that feeling. Aside from how Kylo Ren's being pulled to the light and Rey's being pulled to the dark, I haven't really had that. The, any other feelings of like the force being balanced since there's conflict still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I see where the where what where you're where you're sitting there. Clone, what about you, AJ? Clone, clone not clone. Uh, I'm going not clone. I'm not clone. not clone. Okay, I'm actually like. AJ I'm not won the exactly. last round of... Uh, yeah, he yeah, did. He did. He did. He did. That's, true. One. That's true. Um, <laughs> Gonna hop on that then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll find out when the movie comes out. 20 yeah. days from now. Yeah. Oof. Guys, 20 days. Get your tickets Get your tickets. Now. Get your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. looking at me. Yeah. Read. Support the cause. Support, Support the, the cause. cause. Uh, play Jedi Fallen Order. You We're going to be doing like a roundtable yeah. on Jedi Fallen Order. So you got to start playing the game. If you yeah, have I'll not. beat it over yeah. Christmas. I'll beat it over Christmas. That's right. It'll be coming soon. Sorry for those of you who are waiting for roundtables on that. We just want to make sure that we're completely finished every detail the game covered it all up yeah uh but yeah if you uh if you heard anything this episode that you uh want to shoot questions comments feedback to get in touch with us on twitter uh sw escape podcast and uh we, our email is uh the escape pod at outlook.com and uh i'll be recapping that again in the outro but uh guys thank you so much for coming in today and Woo. ben thank you for joining us yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Okay, thanks. Good. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you, Reed and AJ and Ben and uh, Ben for coming in on Star Wars Escape Pod, flying with me across the stars, chatting all about The Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, Kathleen Kennedy, Episode 9, comic books, whatever. There's so much Star Wars to cover. It's crazy. Uh, I feel like I fall behind just releasing one episode at a time like this on a weekly basis it's, it's almost not enough to cover everything uh but uh you know if you're if you're a nut for star wars podcasts and uh chatting all about that uh i'm you know we're not the only podcast out there there's plenty of star wars podcasts uh shout out to uh, jedi collider and podcast one and rfr rfr i've been a listener of them for years um but yeah no there's there's great shows out there so we're not the only source if you ever want more star wars go check them out um and uh yeah thank you so much for tuning in listening uh it's it's uh you who drive the support of the show and uh you know the listener counts going up you know that's that's always encouraging and uh next episode mandalorian next friday another round table review so tune in again for that uh black friday this weekend go check out your toy stores and uh game shops uh, i picked up some stuff for star wars legion it's kind of like a star wars version of warhammer uh but yeah if you've had your eye on something for a while uh be sure to check it out twitter sw escape podcast and uh, the escape pod at outlook.com shoot us your question comments 
uh, feedback. We don't have fact checkers. You are it. So thank you again for listening and may the force be with you.